Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus. I'm Ken Thomas and today we are going to talk about a couple of different things. Our guests include Mr. Tony Housie. Mr. Tony Housie is in the public affairs office at Camp Ripley and Randall Dietrich, who is the director of the Minnesota Military and Veterans Museum. And gentlemen, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Uh, Randall, maybe we'll start with you. Uh, uh, for our listeners that aren't familiar with the Minnesota Military and Veterans Museum, uh, I understand you have uh, some exciting news about a move, but tell us about the facility itself. Sure. No, thanks for, for, for letting us uh, share news of our museum with your listeners this afternoon. We appreciate that. Uh, you know, the Minnesota Military and Veterans Museum has been on, on post at Camp Ripley for you know, more than 40 years at this point. Um, this time of year, open seven days a week uh, to the public from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, and have plenty to see, you know, indoors in our museum, uh, and then pl- plenty to see outdoors as well with static displays of tanks and helicopters and the like. Wow. That sounds really cool. <laughs> is is yeah. there a fee to uh, get into the museum? Yeah, there's, there's, you know what? There is a fee. Uh, there's a $5 per person fee or even better. Uh, for a family, uh, there's a maximum fee of no more than $12. So I think a good, a good value, uh, kind of value minded for sure. Uh, and I think there are things there that students and, and young people certainly enjoy. You know, there is, you know, one kind of public program we have coming up too. I could mention if, if that's okay. Yes, please. Uh, and, and that kind of speaks to it. This one's free, which is wonderful. Uh, and it's coming up actually, uh, on August 28th, the last Saturday of the month at 12 noon. Um, and, you know, I mentioned those outdoor displays, um, tanks, helicopters that folks have driven past uh, while they're inside Camp Ripley. And what we've done is to produce, develop a, a program called Up Close, which is a chance for people to come together at 12 noon on the 28th of August, that Saturday afternoon, uh, and hear from a veteran, uh, in this case, a helicopter pilot, who's going to be talking about helicopters in front of her helicopters, opening them up. Uh, talking about flying them, you know, in the service of the country and really kind of bring those vehicles to life. I mean, to actually see those, uh, items up close is important. Uh, even better, uh, is the chance for families to come together for a free program, uh, hear firsthand accounts of flying those helicopters, uh, and ask questions, uh, give you the chance to kind of have that feedback between somebody who really did fly, uh, what you see on display there. So it's proven to be a good program for us. Uh, lasts about an hour. It's a free program. Uh, after that, you know, families are welcome to walk through the museum, of course. Uh, we also have a book sale going on that day. We have a, a library uh, at, as part of the, the museum experience that's open Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. That's got 15,000 books in it that people can check out. But on occasion, as folks donate books to us, there's sometimes redundancies of what we already have. Uh, we sell those books off at really bargain basement prices uh, as a fundraiser kind of for the museum. And also just a great value to pick up a book for a dollar or two that is filled with military history. So that's also happening on the 28th. So what's going on? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, if you will, uh, give us a couple of the highlights that we might see inside at the museum. Sure. Well, uh, you know, inside... Uh, you know, one of the first things you see when you do walk through our display spaces uh, are a couple of Medal of Honors uh, that have just come into our collection this past year. Uh, and that's you know, a prized uh, award yes. uh, and, and understanding of those stories and seeing, again, uh, an actual Medal of Honor that was awarded to, to two Minnesotans uh, on display is one of those things. Um, we have a, a Civil War area. We have a really immersive kind of World War One gallery as well, which 
traces back to a lot of the, the conflicts since World War One. Uh, it all kind of can trace the stories back to, um, you know, that the aftermath, the legacy of World War One connects a lot even with what we're dealing with today, present day. It uh, goes back to that time. So a chance to really understand uh, World War One is another thing you're going to see, as well as an area filled with uh, veteran stories from Vietnam. So plenty to see indoors and outdoors. Wow. I, I was going to ask you about the Civil War, too, because I know Minnesota uh, and uh, the uh, Minnesota was fr- one of the first units to, uh, if you will, make that trip to the Civil War. Yeah, we were the, the first in the state to, to offer troops in defense of the Union after the attack on Fort Sumter. You know, our governor was, was out on the East Coast at the time and, and offered troops uh, immediately after that, um, and Minnesotans responded, you know, in large numbers uh, and served with distinction. So there's a number of, of things uh, in our museum that speak to that. One of them, you know, is a large painting that was done by a Minneapolis veteran and Marine veteran, uh, David Geister, uh, who depicts the uh, actions of the first Minnesota at Gettysburg in eighteen uh, in the eighteen sixties. So uh, a chance to see um, that on display as well. So we're proud of that service in, from the Civil War right through present day uh, in the global war and terrorism. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Minnesotans have been involved in every conflict, have they not? You know, they they have been, and and that's even part of you know part of our ongoing work uh, is you know, moving forward a little bit on September eleventh. You know, we're we're going to be remembering the 20th anniversary of 9/11, yes. and we're all going to gather. In this case, an invitation to your listeners to join us at the state capitol grounds. There'll be a, a large public program there with a, a flyover of aircraft and the governor speaking and, and other veterans on hand uh, as well. And again, you know, Minnesota's experience even on that morning was you know one of the first people to fight back. You know, was was Tom Burnett, who was yes. aboard Flight 93, a Bloomington Jefferson High School graduate. Um, but it, you know, he, he, he set in course a, a different action on Flight 93 and, and, and fought back. And that's not unusual from World War II back to the Civil War. Uh, Minnesotans have, have stepped up when necessary. And it's important to remember our history there in these conflicts, isn't it? Oh, it, it is. And that's you know, one of the best things, you know, working at the museum is just, you know, seeing families come through and, and mom and dad will point out uniforms that they would have worn or did wear. Uh, things that, uh, that a grandparent might have worn or used or been at a certain uh, campaign. Uh, and so the chance to see that, that sharing between generations in our museum as, as parents point out to young people, you know, what the significance of the things on display are, uh, it's, it's a great place to be. Uh, Randall, I would ask if families listening have memorabilia from the different conflicts through the years and Maybe grandparents have passed away and they're wondering what to do with it. Do you accept donations from families? Uh, we, we do accept some donations, yes. We, our, our curator and archivist, uh, Doug Thompson and Daniel Ewer, uh, respectively, uh, do accept some donations at this point. Um, and we'd be certainly happy to, to have those conversations with you. Um, Dan and Doug both work in our front office as well, so it's a chance to have interaction with, with those experts. Yeah. And the other question was, where do you get most of the items on display at the museum? Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just that. It's a good question. You know, for 40 years, you know, veterans and their families, primarily from central Minnesota, have been voting with their feet and trusting us with the care of those things. And we've tried to be good stewards. And at this point, um, 
it's been 40 years. Uh, wow. <laughs> and so we have an impressive collection, right? You know, Medal of Honor on, on down to uniforms and, and diaries and photographs and letters home. And so we're excited about what we're offering this year and invite folks to join us you know, each day this week, all summer long. Um, but then moving forward, we also have plans to develop a brand new facility uh, right there at Camp Ripley, just off the highway. Uh, they'll be opening in 2024, so a few years from now, but planning is already underway, and that will be a brand new facility working closely with our friends at Camp Ripley to share much more of the story than we're currently able to do in our current confines. And and how is that funded? Yeah, it, I, another good question. Um, you know, the, the building itself uh, was funded because of a the bonding bill that was passed. So construction of that facility uh, is being planned at the moment. The groundbreaking will happen next year. So uh, that building was funded because due to the taxpayers. So thank you to everybody. Um, what is what we're working on now privately is uh, we need to raise the funds privately to outfit that facility with the kind of gallery spaces and interpretation really deserving of the artifacts we have on display. So that's an ongoing private fundraising initiative that we have. So um, we're halfway there. We're not all the way there yet and encourage folks to support the museum if, if they choose to. And how can we make a contribution to the cause to support the uh, Minnesota Military and Veterans Museum? Sure. Um, you know, they can certainly, you know, mail, mail a check, I suppose, to Museum, um, for sure, at Camp Ripley, the Minnesota Military and Veterans Museum at Camp Ripley. Uh, even better, you know, come in and talk to us. Uh, we'd love to just to engage people, whether they want to make a donation, which is very much needed and, and appreciated, or just want to have conversations about their own service or service of people in their families. Uh, you know, what we try to offer is, you know, face-to-face contact. Um, and so uh, come on and talk to us, understand what we're trying to do, and hopefully you can contribute. And do you have a website uh, that we can find out more information? No, we do. Uh, and that is mnmilitarymuseum.org. Okay, pretty simple. mnmilitarymuseum.org. Yes, sir. Uh, you mentioned a couple of special things coming up, but do you have special ceremonies on Veterans Day, Memorial Day, and those holidays as well? Uh, we're open on those days. Um, typically, we don't have special programming that day. I know one of the things we'll be talking about here in a minute is the open house happening at Camp Ripley. Um, we also do a Court of Honor program every year. Uh, that's coming up in October. So uh, check that website for times that we'll be doing special programming. Okay, mnmilitarymuseum.org. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit about this uh, big open house coming up this fall. And this is exciting because you'll be doing activities at both locations, right? Right on the Camp Ripley grounds? Correct, yeah. Yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be right on the, the grounds in front of the gate there, you know, or once you come through the gate, the, the main drag of Camp Ripley. And we'll be, you know, part of it will be at the museum and having all of their activities and whatnot, and, and a lot of our vendors and booths will be out there, and then uh, we'll have a lot of our other vehicles across the street. Uh, they'll be out for everybody to climb on and, and check out and ask questions of some of the soldiers that are there. Uh, you know, we'll have aircraft there as well, and, and they'll be able to ask questions about that as well. And what is the specific date and time for that? Uh, the 19th of September, uh, and it'll be between the hours of 10 and 2, so those four hours um, on the 19th, which is a Sunday, and uh, you know, folks are able to come on to Camp Ripley to show a valid driver's license, and they'll be able to come on and 
uh, park, uh, and then it's just a short walk over to where all the events are and everything. And, um, you know, towards the end of the day, we'll be having a, a little ceremony. Uh, it is uh, a theme themed event, so we, we try to come up with a theme every, every year for it. And this year we're honoring uh, the contributions of Native American service members. Fantastic. Uh, and how about at the Military Museum for that day, uh, Mr. Dietrich? Do you have any special things planned? I know we'll be open, and uh, the turnout for that day is usually quite strong. So uh, happy to be working with with Anthony and others to, um, you know, just provide a full day of programming. Yeah, oh, well, that should be very interesting. And I would think you probably have even uh, uh, some Native Americans that have donated uh, to the military museum as well, because they've been a big part of our conflicts. Yeah, we'll have a couple of special displays set up for just that purpose. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a nice event, and we're really hoping for great weather. So it's uh, even when we've had not so great weather, we've still had turnouts of over five thousand people. So <laughs> it's it's great. It's a good event. Yeah. All right. Well, again, September nineteenth from ten to two, the open house, and uh, that will be taking place at Camp Ripley and the uh, military Minnesota Military and Veterans Museum as well. All right. Is there a fee for that day? There is not. No. It's a free event. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's fantastic. All right. Um, anything else that we should know, uh, Mr. Dietrich, about the Minnesota Military and Veterans Museum? Uh, you know, I think we've covered an awful lot. I would just uh, let folks know, too, we have, you know, besides the library, we have a traveling trunk program. Uh, where schools around the area, community groups, can request uh, artifacts be sent to them specific to a campaign that uh, Minnesotans have been involved in uh, to learn more about those things. So as much as we want folks to come and see us at Camp Ripley in our museum now, uh, also understand that we have an outreach component where you know, I know I'll be speaking to a, a morning club here in Brainerd um, in, next month on the 15th, and we also have material supplies curriculum that we're happy to share with community groups and schools across the Brainerd Lakes area. Well, that's really a great program. If we're interested in that, again, your contact information, I would imagine, is on your web's website. Absolutely, yes. Please let us know. Okay. MinnesotaMilitaryMuseum.org or MNMilitaryMuseum.org. Correct. All right. Excellent. Gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for visiting today. Uh, fascinating. I- I'd love to get down and see the museum myself. Uh, Randall Dietrich is the director of the Minnesota Military and Veterans Museum. Randall, thank you so much for being part of the show today. Oh, thank you very much. Have a great day. Yes. And Tony, as always, thank you for being here as well. And we hope to see a lot of folks there for the open house September 19th from 10 till 2. That's it. Thanks for having us. All right, Dr. Uh, our uh, director of the Minnesota Military and Veterans Museum, Randall Dietrich, and Mr. Tony Housie from the Public Affairs Office at Camp Ripley, our guests today. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also find them on our free mobile app that's powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.